I'm Stephanie Lugo, and this is The Market Authority Show. Hey, I'm Stephanie Lugo, ex-corporate 9-to-5-er turned top-producing realtor and coach. Along the way to growing a top 1% attraction-based real estate business, I became obsessed with all things marketing systems, scaling, and social. But it wasn't always easy, and I remember what it felt like to lack the confidence, direction, and know-how to make it happen. So I created the Market Authority Show to share simple, actionable, step-by-step help and inspiration to build your dream real estate business with help from timeless principles and today's cutting-edge strategies. Here, we always keep it real and never shy away from the topics that you are dying to know more about but can never get a straight answer to. Clients, growth, family balance, failure, and how to navigate an ever-changing real estate industry are just a few of the topics that we're going to tackle together. Whether you're just starting out on your real estate journey or you've been around for a while, we've got a few tricks up our sleeve that you'll want in on and all are welcome here. So let's dive in. Today, I have a clip to share with you from a brand new live training that I hosted this week called The Three Steps for Realtors to Generate Their Next Six Figures and Beyond. I'm sharing the marketing and systems approach to scaling without cold calling or door knocking. This is my ultimate playbook on how I've grown a top 1% real estate business and have helped hundreds of real estate agents all over the continent do the same. Now, this clip that I'm sharing with you was one of my favorite parts of the training where I shared the secret sauce to our unique approach to follow up that gave my business a 200K raise in one year. I also share how to get your clients off the fence, why you don't have to worry about sounding salesy spammy, and so much more. If you want to get your hands on the rest of the training, all the details are in the show notes. But for now, enjoy. Let's talk about which pieces we can focus on. That's going to lead us that part is number one. Step two is follow up that converts. Because what happens when we generate these ideal clients? We got to convert them and then we need to be able to generate more referral business. That comes into the follow up that converts. We have to make converting committed clients inevitable. Give me the number seven in the chat if you're with me right now. Cheers. I'm going to take a sip. Let me know by giving a seven in the chat if this is landing and feeling really good. I'm always a little nervous when I'm sharing new content, but this is like the gold of the gold. And I was really excited to share this with you. Okay. Let's see. Christine, Jennifer, Landon, Derek, Tor. Oh my gosh, you guys are so fast. Nancy, Ada, Angelique, Vanessa, Ashley, 777 from Rhonda. Okay, good, good. I'm so happy. You guys are with me. We are dialed in. We are ready to go. You guys are the best. Okay, great. So follow up that converts. Let's talk about it here's your secret from success. This one like almost deserves a, like a tattoo version. <laughs> like it's it ingrained this in your mind. Great follow-up moves clients from motivated to determined. I'm going to say that again. When this clicked for me, guys, everything changed. Great follow-up moves clients from motivated to determined. It is one thing to speak to somebody who says, yeah, I really want a new house one day. We'd like to grow our family. We'll definitely need more space. Or, you know, I'm not crazy about the layout here. 
our kitchen could be bigger and you know we've always wanted to live with a pool so yeah we'd, we'd, we'd consider moving one day it's one thing from going from that space to we have to change our situation we have to take advantage of these opportunities that are in the market right now we have to make a move determination solves a lot of problems we have in this business right here's where i went wrong this is where i was before and then I'll share with you what, what I had to change. Where I went wrong was I paid all kinds of money for a CRM for years. And I worked really hard on like scripts and templates. Cause you know what they say? Oh, you need templates. You need scripts. Everyone's looking for like the template for emails and texts, but I never used the CRM consistently. I didn't know how to like bake it into my daily workflow. And it just basically became like a digital paperweight that cost a lot of money. And the templated emails that I had were never responded to. They were like drip emails. I didn't know when they were sending out. I didn't know what they were actually saying because they just didn't pay so much attention to it at the time. They were never even responded to. I don't know if they were even ever opened. And I was so afraid of coming off as salesy spammy that if I didn't hear back from people immediately, I would just let them go. Like I literally would not get back to them because they, I assumed they either weren't serious or they were mad at me. <laughs> As an introvert and as a people pleaser, I just assumed that they hated me. <laughs> and so when I didn't hear back immediately, I just like, <sighs> just like ghosted away. Please let me know if you do the same thing. I know I cannot be alone. Rhonda, I do the same thing. I mean, it's a convenient way to remove a, a, a surface level problem, but it's not getting to getting to the root of what's actually really challenging you, right? So <laughs> Rhonda literally... Nancy, so true. <laughs> we like to have fun here. Oh my gosh. So we've all done this, right? Here's, here's what I had to change. Finally, I realized follow-up has to be layered. <laughs> I got a Maria. Yep. Rhonda. Yes. Keisha. I'm so introverted. I do this often. Me too. I'm very introverted. So this is like my signature move. Kelly, you're not alone. I had to make myself. Christian, yes, I had someone message me wanting to sell and now I can't get them to reply. Ugh, I get that, I get that. Daniel, me too, sad face. That's okay. I realize we have to layer our follow-up in a way that helps clients make a decision that they feel confident in and it gives them the plan to move forward. They need leadership from the agents they hire to help them continue down the path toward their homeownership goals wherever they are in that cycle of homeownership. How many times have you been faced with a really big, scary decision? Like going into real estate, like quitting a job, or making a big investment, or purchasing a house yourself, or purchasing a car. It's a big, scary decision. And a lot of times we want somebody to give us permission to bet on ourselves and to make that commitment that that is what we are going to do. Have you ever been there? Our clients are no different. Selling, buying, like it doesn't matter what they're doing. When they are talking about changing their place of residence, their safe place, their shelter, and the investment that goes along with that, that is not an easy decision to make. We have to care enough about our clients to meet them where they're at and help inspire them to make a decision. And if your follow-up is not accomplishing that, it is never going to be effective. No amount of scripts, no amount of templates, no 
CRM with shiny bells and whistles and really cool new features can ever replace that human aspect of motivating somebody through leadership. We need to care enough about our clients to make getting them to the closing table our mission too. If it matters to them, and if it is something that is in their best interest, we need to help them get there. That is why people hire real estate agents. They don't hire us to open doors. They don't hire us to put signs in the yard. They hire us to guide them through a process that's really scary and isolating. Like when you're growing your real estate business, don't you wish you had somebody with you making those decisions and helping guide you? Like it's scary. It's scary no matter what you're doing in life when it matters this much. So we came up with this concept called Fusion Follow-Up. And in the Market Authority Academy, we're doing a couple of things to create these layers. Our Fusion Follow-Up layer is passive and assertive follow-up that educates, inspires, and drives. I'm gonna say that again. Passive and assertive follow-up that educates, inspires, and drives our clients to take action. Cassandra says, I have so many buyers on the fence right now. They're super ready to go, did a buyer's consult, signed an agreement, and now crickets. You need to drive them to take action. This is like five to six people. Look at their average price points, Cassandra. How much pending commission is that waiting for you? How much is it worth to be able to give people that push that they need to make to take that next step, right? So passive follow-up looks like the social media posting, the events, the marketing, the fun stuff. And you already might do some of this, right? You're probably already social media posting. You're probably, you're probably familiar with events, if not already doing them. You're doing a lot of marketing like email newsletters or mailing. You're doing Popeyes, maybe. I love doing Popeyes. You have to come up with a plan that hits a couple of these three to four different activities per year. And then layer that over assertive follow-up, like one-on-one -on -one communication through call, text, email, face-to-face -face meetings, consultations for every single client, whether they're looking to move right now or move 12 months from now, and layering in objection handling and educating. In the Market Authority Academy, for example, we, <laughs> a painful amount, Cassandra, in the Market Authority Academy, we do an objection handling call every single month because your ideal clients are constantly gonna be coming up with new objections depending on what's happening in the market. And you have to be prepared to overcome these objections. A lot of times an objection feels like a no. Right, it feels like a no. But a lot, but what you have to understand is that an objection a lot of times is actually, I need more information before I'm confident in saying yes or no. Hey, it's Stephanie, quickly checking in here. Hope you are loving this recording. Now, if you're ready to make a major and fast transformation in your real estate business, what do you say about getting coached by me? Schedule a one-on-one -on -one call with my team to learn more about the Market Authority Academy and how much value we can add to your real estate business. While you've been busy prospecting for clients, marketing and showing houses and negotiating closings, I have been perfecting simple systems that have allowed me and hundreds of other real estate agents to easily attract ideal clients, create lifelong fans, and help my business continue to grow exponentially through the relationships built. Your call with us will be a 30 to 45 minute strategy session about your business that will instantly add value whether you continue to work with us in the Market Authority Academy or not. So book your call right now. All the details to do so are in the show notes. All right, that's all. Back to the show. We're going to say that again. Objection handling 
means giving more education and information to help somebody make a decision. Typically an objection happens in the space where people are afraid to make a decision. You need to get them through that so they can make a decision, yes or no. This mix puts you in their corner for the whole journey and makes converting the deal nearly inevitable. So what we do is we help beef this up through our marketing plans in the Market Authority Academy. We give the whole plan where we say this amount of social media, this amount of events, this amount of marketing, this amount of one of ones, this amount of objection handling, here's your consultation, that's what that needs to look like. But you can do this too, so think about it. Are you doing social media posting and are your leads seeing that? That is something that you can work on. Make sure that you're connecting them with social media. Are you doing in-person events to help keep them inspired and on track, even if their follow-up needs to be six to 12 months? Because again, we want to be in business six months from now, yes? Are you going to have bills to pay in six months from now? Yes. Are you going to have bills to pay and things you want to spend money on 12 months from now? Yes. You need deals ready to close 30 days from now, six months from now, 12 months from now, and beyond. Passive follow-up allows you to stay in touch with them without feeling salesy spammy and continue to keep them motivated and excited and keep them moving down that pipeline. Assertive follow-up is where you're getting them over the hump. You're having that one-on-one -on -one communication to overcome objections, educate, and keep moving them forward so they can make a decision that feels good. Lucinda says, what kind of events? There's really no one right or wrong way to do that, right? So we have to be able to tailor this to every single agent's, agent's business. And that's why in the Market Authority Academy, everything we do is customizable. But what I like to do, and I'll share with you my events strategies, I like to do a quarterly networking happy hour with like our closings, right? So like five to 10 people. Just getting people together um, on a quarterly basis so you can get those day to days. I love doing two, like a summer, um, we, we've always done like our summer water drive. Summer is a very vulnerable time in Phoenix to be without shelter. So we always benefit the homeless with our water drive, right? That's like a charity event that we throw. Um, we basically get people together, but you might do like a family fun day in a park. You might have a big cookout at the house, a big pool day, right? There's a lot of different things that you could do. And then we always have like a big holiday bash to celebrate the year. But again, you have to know your ideal client. <laughs> There's not one broad brush approach to this. Know your ideal clients and know what they would love to do and tailor it to that so that it stands out from what I'm doing or from what the next agent is doing. This is a huge part of how we do this. I can't just teach it in, in, a, in a 60 minute training, although I wish I could. Rocio says, I need ideas of what kind of social events to do to bring clients. There's a, there's a ton, right? There's a ton, but the, the idea is just you need to start. You gotta put something in the, in the, in the calendar and just go for it. Now let's, this is coming up. The number one reason why you can't get clients off the fence or if you lose them to referrals, right? So if you, you feel like you have a really good thing going on with a client and they walk into an open house and buy with that agent, or if they get referred like their part-time aunt who has a license or something like that. The number one reason we can't get clients off the fence in that space, they know that they could make a move. And I've kind of already mentioned this. They know they could make a move. Anybody could buy if they really had to. Like if somebody really had to, they could go and make a home purchase. They could sell their house, but they just can't decide if they should make a move right now. If they should make a move right now, that's where the traction comes. And again, it's from moving from motivation to determination. 
So again, back to the beginning, you have to start with, you see how this all works together? You have to start with your ideal client's needs and you have to find their external and internal challenges. An external challenge is anything that can be found on Google. And the problem with your follow-up right now is probably that you're only solidifying the external challenges. You're posting stuff on social media that's Googleable. You're sharing, you're sharing information that they could just find on Google. People don't need more information. Internal challenges are really what's going to help them make a decision one way or another. It's anything that's personal and feeling based. I'm afraid of buying at the top of the market. I'm afraid of selling if I don't know where I'm going to go. I'm afraid of selling my low mortgage rate to buy at a high mortgage rate. These are feelings and you have to understand what these challenges are so that you can coach people through that to come to a position where they can make a decision they feel confident in. And that's what the follow-up needs to be all around. And this is the difference between just like blasting out information or like buying templates online and instead understanding and, and learning the skill to focus on real people and real relationships. It's a totally different way of doing business. Why is this so important? People need confidence and clarity. They need to feel assured that they are making a, a good decision in a time of uncertainty. If you felt like your business screeched to a halt last year, it's because you were not focusing on this aspect right now. You were probably being very personable with your clients, but this skill building needs to be in place. And this is why we spend so much time on the Market Authority Academy agents helping them understand these, right? So you might be thinking now, like, but what if I'm coming off as salesy spamming? Like, I want to be following up with my people. I just don't know what to say. Like, I, I, I don't want to just be bothering them, asking them when they're going to buy or sell. Like, that's not it, right? You and I know that is not it. Sending more listings before they're even ready to get homes, asking them if they're ready to sell. That's not effective follow-up. Here's what we need to be providing. Number one, people want more from you. They want your experience, they want your stories, and they want to hear how you're helping other people transform their lives, right? And, and we have to get around the fact that like, yes, these are deals, yes, these are closings, but what's behind the deal? Helping somebody achieve homeownership for the first time and as a first generation to own a home, that is a giant transformative level of wealth building opportunity for a person that you can be a part of. Helping somebody sell their home that they've lived in for decades to downsize and move on to the next stage of their life, that is not a little thing. They do not need information on how to make it happen. They need someone to guide them through that process. People want more from you to do that. Number two, people want less confusion, guessing games, and overwhelm. They are stuck on Google about reading what the market's doing. They're stuck on YouTube looking at these inflammatory video posts that are saying the market's going to crash and they don't know what's true and what's not true. They need somebody with a level head like you to help uncover what beliefs they might have developed in their head through reading these crazy news and media headlines and to help them know what's what. Like if you were to look at national headlines, you would think that the entire sky is about to fall on us when it comes to the real estate market. Phoenix is doing pretty good, right? But most of the people that I'm talking to, they're only looking at these crazy headlines and they don't know how to discern what's true and what's not. This leads us to number three, people need clarity and confidence. And only another person is going that they trust is going to be able to help them get there. They need that clarity and confidence. 
And so anytime you're afraid of reaching out and being too salesy spammy, remember, this is what people need. This is why you need to follow up. You have to care enough about them to be bold and reach out and say, hey, what's on your mind? Where are we from the last time we talked? What are we stuck on? What are we working on? How are we going to get to that next step? Put a plan in place. Every single week in our coaching calls, we start with wins. And we're always seeing these really great wins. Like Debbie yesterday in Madison, they had two people reach out to start the lender conversation for financing to buy a home. And they have been in contact with them for over a year. Do you have enough scripts to help you be in contact with somebody for over a year? I mean, probably, but it's probably not going to work. You got to get away from scripts and start caring about the people and what they need. Stacy, she has a new listing hitting the market on Thursday. Another will hit next month. And I've got an open house leads, a few open house leads from six months ago that are ready to buy, right? Can you stay in touch with people for six months until they're ready to go? Michelle, this is what I love about Michelle, how she did this. She was able to disposition through our follow-up plans, a potential client and discovered they weren't qualified. So is your follow-up going to help you understand who actually needs to be followed up with? Because some people who you think you need to follow up with and who you're really stressing about, they're gonna waste your time. Is your follow-up going to help you discern that, right? Veronica and Jake were able to get 10 deals under contract in 10 days. Cassandra, this could be you with all, all those people on the fence. <laughs> they were able to get 10 deals under contract in 10 days of these consistent follow-up strategies to make sure that those people were not falling through the cracks. Mackenzie and Mackenzie was working with, um, I think she still is. <laughs> She's an assistant with Katie in Denver. Um, she's also a licensed agent. Now within eight months, they were able to double Katie's business from the previous year, all with minimal spending on marketing, not buying leads, all from referrals and from their sphere on social media by layering, doing the fusion follow-up, layering their marketing strategies or their follow-up. So self-analyze, take a minute. Am I ghosting my clients or are they ghosting me? <laughs> I'm just going to leave that right there. I could stop this whole thing with that question. Are you ghosting your clients or are they ghosting you? Does my follow-up create solutions or does it just give information? Are you creating solutions? Are you putting people on a plan? Or are you just like blasting them with information that they are already drowning in? They have too much information. Does my follow-up speak to the current real pressures my clients are feeling? Do you know what pressures your clients are feeling? Have you asked? A lot of times you're like, well, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to give them. Ask them what they need. They will tell you. Care enough to ask probing questions. In objection handling, we go through the second step, which is digging deeper. Always digging deeper to actually really understand what pressures they're feeling and how you can help them through that. <laughs> the goal, again, I've said this like 10 times now, is to care enough about your clients to understand the root holdup and move them to a place of confidence. And then once you close the client, that's when your work starts. Clients for life. That's where you start working on the next deal and the referrals and the repeat business. Kim Griffith, by the end of the year, she is, she, this is last year, she was able to double her real estate and her design business through the social media tips with layering her follow-up, keeping up with that sphere communication and evaluating her ideal client seriously back to the beginning changed everything about how she built and runs her business. This is exactly what you need to focus on as we head into a slower market, guys. 
Like, I can't say this enough. This is the opportunity. This is where you need to hone in on. In a shifting market, the best thing that you can do is learn the skills and support that you need to serve your clients and your business. And watch what happens. Watch what happens. Watch your business explode. And you're going to be like, I don't even know what happened. I'll tell you what happened. You got serious about the things that matter. Thanks for tuning in. A high five on taking some time to invest in yourself and in your business. If you're looking for more, head over to the show notes to find all the details and links to resources mentioned in this episode of the Market Authority Show. And if you're looking to find a new crew of like-minded pros to ask questions and bounce ideas off of, head over to the marketauthorityacademy.com to join my exclusive community on Facebook, check out my latest free masterclass and tons of bonus content, or apply to my mentorship program to learn how I can help you triple your business this year. Until next time, keep on crushing it.